I feel a jiggle in my bones, y'all. And I promise you, it's not drugs. <laughs> I just feel good about this episode, man. I feel like chains gonna fall off. I feel like worlds are gonna be shifted. People gonna see things in a new light. You might want to add this to your favorites. It's gonna be that good. Let's talk the about Creator it. Podcast. My name is Dion Williams, aka Dion Does, and I truly believe that we were all created in the image of the ultimate creator. And therefore, it's in us all to create. And this show aims to help you and I both level up in this four-dimensional game of life so that we can go out and create for good. Whether that's for ourselves, our family, the community around us, but all of this a part of a generational vision of a family of creators coming together to be the difference. Creator family. So blessed to have you guys back. Man, I'm, I don't know why. I'm always fired up about these episodes. This one's just, ooh. And it's been a few of them. So this isn't the only one, but there's some that I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. When this hits the streets, I can't wait. And this is when you got you got to understand, people. And this is another talk on abundance. All right. And a lot of people think a lot of different things when when they hear that. Some people just go straight to straight to money that's where a lot of people go you know what i'm gonna drop the official no by the way no one hit me up with with the the intel on how we know who owns the official official definitionalism of a word so i need to know that but the definition of abundance is a very large quantity of something or oh oh it dropped hold up or plentifulness of the good things of life, prosperity, all right? And it's this idea, some people might say glass half full versus glass half empty, but it's this ability to look at something and see the good, see the possibilities, right? To see the opportunity, and that goes so much deeper than money, right? And we are a we are in war against lack and scarcity. Now, let's pull those up as well, okay? And you're going to see how these are opposing. Scarcity is the state of being scarce or in short supply, possibly of a shortage or, or, or a shortage, okay? And then very similarly, let's look up lack. And lack is the state of being without not having enough of something. And so we're and we're always tempted, man. I could preach. This could go back to the Garden of Eden. And we see Adam and Eve literally living in abundance. And instead of focusing on that, we see a focus on lack and scarcity on the one tree that they need to avoid. Let alone everything else they have. They're not focused on the abundance. They're focused on the lack and their scarcity, and we see what that and what that led to, and what that caused them, the pain that that caused them. And so, you guys are always going to see me warring with that, and reminding myself of that, and trying to inspire you guys in that area on to to develop this muscle inside of us, this ability to resist the temptations of lack and scarcity, because they are always there; they don't go away. So, this is a constant war that will always be there. You don't officially ever overcome it you take your you pull your your guard down 
and it shows back up. All right, so this is a constant war. A very, very winnable war. Let me say that, though, okay? A very, and it depends on how much I want to preach. It's all, we, we could make the not even make the case. The case is that it, it, the war is already won, okay? And that's part, and that's part of the fight, right? Of, of stepping into that and understanding that instead of being confused and what's the word I'm looking for? And not persuaded, but influenced by this constant ever temptation of lack and scarcity. Okay. So that's the war. That's the foundation. And I want to put this in a nice quote form for you guys, like I like to do on most of these episodes. And we're going to talk about the idea of possibilities here, okay? Again, which is an abundant thought, being able to look at the possibilities of a situation. And this quote comes to us by Mr. J- from Mr. Jeffrey Fry, who says, only those who can see the invisible can do the impossible. Man. Only those who can see the invisible can do the impossible. Let's unpack that. What does that mean? Well, because here's what I'm worried about. I'm wondering about what are you seeing? Like, what do you see when you look at these different situations in your life, around you, in your environment? Because two people can look at a tree and one man will see a tree. Another man may also still see the tree, but also see the possibility for that tree to become a chair. Okay, and that is how we got to the world that we live in today. With a man or a woman seeing possibility, seeing an opportunity, seeing something that isn't there in the moment and going out and creating it. And that is this whole creator movement. It is in our identities. And again, I say it every intro of the podcast, I believe we were created in the the image of the ultimate creator. What do I mean by that? That means our daddy, God, is the ultimate creator. And and a lot of people, just because maybe they didn't grow up in a a religious home or they weren't, weren't really exposed to it, exposed to anything religious they can sometimes have the thought which isn't a bad thought of like man how can these people like these christians man how how the heck is dion so fired up about jesus this man he's never met this god he's never seen like if i asked dion to like show me god he couldn't point at nothing so how is he so passionate and 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 devoted and while the invisible, while there may be an, an invisibility, right, to our eye, there's a very, very real experience there. And that, and I'm not, this isn't, the, the, the principle here isn't to preach to you. I'm just laying foundation. So if you don't even rock with God, you need to hold on to this. Don't miss this. Don't be so lack and scarce in your thinking that you're, you're closing your mind right now. Hear me out. Um, but the foundation of that experience and the beauty of it is what what God did, what God does with us and what he sees versus what we may see, right? Just like we can see the tree, 
but also see the chair in the tree that's invisible at the moment. There is no chair there. But with the right skills and the right tools and the right knowledge, someone can take a tree and do their their carpentry thing and, and turn it into a chair, right? And it's the and that's the power of the relationship with God is that man, for me, and everyone else has their own story, is that God saw an eight-year-old addicted to pornography and his dad really in and out of his life, not showing him any type of real example, living in poverty with his mother and little brother. And like, that's what I saw. That's what the world saw. That's what everyone around me saw. Just like the tree, he saw that. And he said, you know what? I'm going to take that. And I see someone that I'm going to put on a platform and use as an example for other men and husbands to be an example for the man that they could be in their marriage or the father that they could be. And I, and I don't want to say that in the, in the sense that I'm a perfect example because I'm not. I'm not. And God doesn't raise up any perfect examples except Jesus. But even to be on a platform in front of millions of people, like, I wasn't that guy. To Because to, you, when you think about putting something on a platform, right, it's something that you're trying to show off, something that's good. No one likes to put something that's bad on a platform and show it off, right? Like, if you, got, if you were going to show me something, you're most likely going to be proud about it. Like, look, look what I did. Look what I built. It's amazing. Look what I created, right? If something was sloppy or it didn't go well or it was a mistake or bad or broken, right, you're not putting that on display. And so for God to see, see me, and I'm using the analogy of the tree as, a, as a, a horrible, rotten, bad tree, but to still see the chair, the beautiful chair that he wants to show off is what every Christian is fired up about. And it's not off of us being perfect. It's actually the reverse of us being imperfect but a perfect God seeing that situation and still wanting to uh, navigate that with us to change it around. And there's so many things that have happened in my life that I had no control over that are 100% responsible for where I'm at. And so, again, a little distraction on the preaching, but pick the principle here, right? It's the idea of seeing the possibilities in the situation. It is you seeing your bank account with a, a dash next to it, meaning it's in the negative, seeing that, but still being able to see opportunities and ways to change that. You know what I did? Uh, when me and my wife were still very, very broke, like me and my wife scroll, like go back to the beginning, way, way, way different than the life we're living now. Um, we're on food stamps, government assistance. I remember crying myself to sleep one night because my wife came to me and she was like, yo, so... I just made a bottle for one of our daughters. And so with how she's been sleeping, we're probably going to get through the night. Okay. But that was the last four scoops that I put in there. After that, I don't know what we're going to do. I said, okay. All right. With someone might be like, let me check the bank account, see when we can go to the store. Now we're blessing a position. I was actually, and again, none of this is to brag. This is for you guys to get the principal. And I tell my story and all of these as much as I can, right? 
so you guys can learn what I've learned through my life. So that's not my character, but never say this stuff to brag. But I was talking um, to my wife recently, and it was crazy how, like, I don't even look at the prices of things. Like, if I'm on Amazon and I'm buying something and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I see the price and I, I'll look at it. And if it is crazy for what I'm buying, I'm like, nah, let me look at something else. But, like, when I'm going to the store or, like, just went, been going grocery shopping lately and, and buying more quantities so we can go out less, like, I, I don't look at it. I'm not like, okay, how much does this cost? I was getting gas the other day, and I, I actually spent way less than I'm used to spending to fill up my car. And I was like, oh, snap. I mean, I haven't, like, let my car get that low in a while, but I was like, this wasn't that much. I don't know how much gas was before. I never looked at it, really. It's just been in a blessed position to just buy the stuff that we need for the most part, right? I'm not buying islands and houses and stuff like that, but that's been a blessing. I remember the times when me and my wife would have to go out to eat, and we didn't even start by looking at what we wanted, right? It wasn't like, all right, let me go to the seafood section or whatever. Maybe it was like, nope. Let's look at these numbers. Okay, hold up, hold up. Where's, okay, okay, yeah, those are the single-digit things. Let's look at those. Okay, oh, god dang, that's only the appetizers. Okay, I guess that's what we haven't, right? We would order based off of the price, not actually what we wanted. And so, but there was a time where, like I told you, didn't know how we were going to even feed our kid the next day, and there was no money. It was, My family was broke. It wasn't just like, hey, let me borrow a little something. And I remember we had to make our uh, a deal with one of our landlords because we were so we were struggling so much we couldn't pay. And they actually came by. They were really dope. And they saw that our house was like empty. We had nothing and there was like no our bed was on the ground. Uh, our kids had a few toys, but we didn't have any couches or anything. We actually we had couches and we at first got them, but we uh we were one payment. We had no. We had two payments left on these couches that we had been paying for for a couple years. I can't remember how long. However long we've we've been paying for them, and we ran into some hard times. We couldn't pay for it, man, and they snatched it. They gave zero fluffs. There was a TV and a couch. We were two payments away from paying them boys off. It might have even been one. I have to ask my wife. But they took them, y'all, and we couldn't go. <laughs> we couldn't get nothing else. So we had nothing. And our landlords actually gave us their. They had some old couches. They were like these green. They were actually kind of comfy, but they were ugly-looking couches. Didn't match nothing that we was trying to do in the crib, but we were grateful. That was the position we were in. When we were in that position, I remember I took um, I took some money out the bank, and you get your at the ATM, and you get your receipt, and it had ten dollars on it. I was like, "Yo, that's that's not gonna be a thing no more." Like, I'm gonna start learning more. I'm gonna start trying to take responsibility for things. I'm gonna start. Trying to change the situation. And I remember I took that and I actually turned it into 10000 I was like, I'm a, I'm a boom. I'm a, I, and I took a pen. And, of course, it looked a little weird. But I did my best to try and make it look, like, realistic. And I think I actually turned one of the, the ones into a zero and I moved it over. And, like, I, I finessed it as best I could. And I folded it up and I put it in my wallet. And then every now and then I would check it out. I look at it. I'd be like, yep, one day. One day. And then it was funny we were actually in Arizona for something and me and my wife had to run and grab some money out the bank and it wasn't even that long after that I feel like um but we actually had a receipt and I was like oh snap look 10,000 and at that point that was when we had first remembered it um and we had actually hit that goal way 
way before that. But it's just, man, it's just the power of seeing the possibility. So then what that led me to do is start looking. So, okay, how can I make some money? All right. And maybe I need to make some money with a little bit of input because I don't got a lot of input in, in terms of finances to invest. Right. What knowledge do I have? Oh, I don't have the knowledge. All right. Let me get a book. Dang, I can afford this book. Can't afford the other book. Yo, do I know someone that has the book? Hey, can I borrow the book? Can I, me and my wife would like to, uh, we would go see these houses and we'd go see like model houses or even houses that were for sale. And they were big houses, like houses that we couldn't even close to afford. And one thing I noticed is a lot of them is they actually had more books. And one of my favorite ones, one of my favorite houses that we ever saw, we couldn't even find a TV in there. I think we found one. It was like a little one somewhere. But besides, like, all the rooms didn't have TVs in them. And for me, I was like, what? I had never seen anything like that. And this was something that was, like, uh, for sale by the owner, and they would walk you through it. So, like, the people that were selling it lived in that house. It wasn't just a model that was fixed uh, fixed up. And that was the first time I took notes. I was like, yo, they had books everywhere. I was like, I just started taking pictures on my phone of all the books they had. And I started looking some of those up and buying some of them. And then we would go do it. In the future, I would be looking at what, if I saw books around, okay, what books did they have? What, what what are they learning? You know, just always trying to pick certain things up. And so, but again, that's you got to see the opportunity. Maybe the opportunity isn't that you make a million dollars next week, but maybe there's an opportunity for you to learn something that might teach you something so that next week you might actually make nothing, but you know how you could have made $10. And then the week after that, maybe you do make 10 Who knows? And then you can level up and you make 100. Then you make 100 a day, 100 an hour, right? These are possibilities. And it's so important that we have this in our soul. And because, because like I said, we're at, we are at war. And there will never, ever, ever be a shortage of temptation around scarcity and lack. Do you get it, people? Do you get the principle? I'm going to read it to you one more time. Only those who can see the invisible can do the impossible. So as we go to put some feet to it, all right, that's the part of the episode where we want to put it in action. Like the guy was doing, he was running. He didn't just take the principle. He didn't just take it and and sit on it. No, he ran with it, wanted to put it in action. And so... What's some of the impossible that's in your life? I shared some of mine. I believe at one point that like at what point at what at what at some point in my life. The entrepreneur that I am today was an impossibility to me when I looked at it. At some point in my life, the husband that I am today was an impossibility. The father that I am impossibility, the man of God that I am impossibility and my question is are you just gonna accept that are you just gonna stay there are you gonna rest in lack and scarcity or are you going to see the opportunity which may be seeing the invisible all right you got to see the chair in the tree you got to see you out of this financial struggle you have to be able to see yourself being better than the woman or man that you are today And that's not easy. I don't think that necessarily comes overnight. And that's why I wanted to dedicate myself to doing a daily podcast for you guys. 
at least till we get a nice library here and we may adjust but we're nowhere near that and i'm i want you guys to have something that you can go back to listen to some of these this is for sure one that needs to be on repeat add it to your favorite i don't even know if whatever platform you're listening to if it has favorites but this one needs to be one that you are recycling constantly and a lot of these should I know some people listen to they'll listen to this the episode that drops that day they'll listen to it in the morning and uh in the evening they'll double dip on the same episode right I know some people that'll go back and listen to certain ones that spoke to them this is this that's what this is for all right so I promise you you probably won't be an expert on abundance if you're living in lack and scarcity you probably won't be the master of that tomorrow and that's okay but this daily drip of this podcast will help and, and getting other things in your system as well, right? And so I want you to take out your creator frame, which is this four dimensions of this game that we call life, your faith, your relationships, your energy, your economics. And I want you to scan those and be honest with yourself. Where is there some impossibilities? Is it your health? I know my wife has struggled with that. And when you look at her health, it's very, very easy to see some impossibilities, man. I know she wakes up feeling like crap someday. Let's bring the beat back. And it may be impossible to feel like she'll ever feel better. So if you relate to that, I get it. What are some invisible things we can look at, though? Where, what are the possibilities we can find in it? Okay? And one thing my wife has been really, really good at, which makes her the superwoman that she is, is that she's able to see possibilities and abundance that don't even require her being healed or her being better she sees possibilities in her sharing that weakness and that strength that she feels or that weakness that she might wake up with feeling or the insecurities that she goes through dealing with her health her health issues she sees the opportunity in that the possibilities of 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 her being able to inspire and motivate other people that are going through similar things what about in your faith, your relate, your, your other relationships, not just the one with yourself, but your other relationships around you, right? Your finances, find the possibilities, people. That's what we do as creators. It's in who we are and the foundation of who we are because we are made in the image of the ultimate creator. So please don't believe the lack and the scarcity that may have been fed to you by well-meaning people. You have the ability to create. It, it can't be taken from you. It's who you are. And it, it's on a deeper level than anything physical. You could have no arms right now. You are, you can't even milli rock to, to this beat. That can't limit you from being a creator. I promise you. I don't care what, what the doctors didn't diagnose you with. I don't care what the depression and the anxiety and the suicidal thoughts tell you. There is no one or nothing but God that can take your ability to create away. So do, if there's one thing you could do, maybe you ain't get me nothing for my birthday. Maybe you didn't drop the five-star review. You ain't leave the comment. It's okay. I forgive you. If you want to give your boy a late birthday present, give yourself a fighting chance and ignore the lack of, and the scarcity that is vibrating through your life. Some of you guys are on a full, we talk about this being a war, you are getting hit from four different sides. You are in the center 
of your faith being attacked with lack and scarcity, your relationships, your energy, your economics, all of these things under constant attack from lack and scarcity, this is your greatest defense. Wake up to this ability to create that you have, this identity of a creator that you are born with. You don't need you don't need a a, a, a subscription for it. You don't need a pastor to give it to you. You don't need to you don't need to go to anything that I may teach you and sell you or anything like that. You don't none of none of what I'll give you is like you can't buy your identity of a creator from me. I don't have the rights to it. I don't got the patent. I can't do it. And so that's never, ever, ever in the history of ever done what I'm selling. Right. I'm trying to wake you up through that and I'll create systems and I'll create a community and I'll create coaches and accountability to help you wake up to that and teach you things and teach you new concepts, all of that. But I don't own the rights to it. That is something that is in there for you. And, and if you don't want my help as a coach, you don't need me to get to it. That's why this podcast is for the free 99. You go to freecreatorcode.com. You get the, the, the code of, the, of what we live by for free. And that would be the best birthday present is if you woke up to that and you truly understood the power that you have and you start fighting back against lack and scarcity and start stepping into this abundance, that is when we're talking about true success. And that's when it gets really, really hard to, for you to lose. And you just start seeing a different world than people see. Everyone else is looking at the trees. You like, man, I see them. They're beautiful. But so is that chair. That could be a table, right? I could serve so many people with this, this pain, this shame in my life that I thought was the end is actually the beginning of something greater. And when you're seeing the invisible, you're moving on a different level. I'm telling you, Jesus died. The enemy was hyped. It was like, oh, snap. From what I can see, we didn't won. There was something going on in the invisibility realm. There was a realm of invisibility. There was possibility. There was opportunity. There was abundance. There was sin repaid for. Oh, my Lord. I told y'all this was going to be a good one. Sin paid in full. And that, and again, this is the power of Christianity here. But outside of that, if you could give two fluffs about God, this principle remains this this idea of abundance versus lack and scarcity is ingrained into all things of our universe. We just differ on how we look at it if you don't rock with God. So I love you guys. I hope this bless you. Again, you can check out freecreatorcode.com. And if this episode bless you, reach out to your boy, man. Y'all can get at me. My my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that is Dion Does, D-I-O-N-D-O-E-S. I love hearing from you guys. A lot of these episodes are inspired by things that you guys got going on in your life, questions that you have. Of course, I'm talking to my students as well. And so we have a lot of stuff coming, but I love the feedback. I also appreciate all the ratings and uh, the comments that you guys leave on your favorite podcasting app. All right, I'm out. I love you guys. Make sure you guys stay blessed, stay safe. And until next time, God first, God bless. <laughs>